Hey y'all, and welcome to a special episode of Post Hype Podcast. Um, we're gonna just have a little dialogue and conversation about an experience that me and my co-host Jared had. It's been some years now. It's been some years. It's been, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. A couple years ago, for sure. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. So this Story is, time. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, and so we're just gonna jump into this. So, there's this one time... After service, a few years ago, I was an intern at the church that we attend, and uh, I was talking to Jared and his wife, and then my husband was there. We're just chatting it up, and I mentioned something, whether I think I said something very passionately, um, which I'm a very passionate person. Yeah, super emotional, (laughs) you know, like I am very, like, very, when when I'm passionate about something, you know it. And so I'm, I'm expressing this, and Jarrett says something to the effect of, okay, Shaniqua, okay, angry black woman, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> like a record scratch in my head, breaks the fourth wall. You're probably wondering how I got here. And I was just like, all right, well, gotta go. And I remember getting in the car, and I was like, talking to my husband, like, babe, this is, this is, uh, mm, I did not feel really good about that comment that yeah. Jarrett made. And, and and so we talked about it a little bit and the question on the table was should i talk to him about that mm. um because the thing is 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 there's a big stereotype for women um especially women of color um to be angry black women um or if women are emotional women are just crazy and so it just really kind of hit on some wounds that i've had from childhood because of this stereotype right and so it's like should i say something should i not and we realized that I could not move forward um, professionally in the best way um, authentically if I didn't say something. And it honestly, in me having the conversation with Jared, it would be a sort of litmus test for whether or not I would be able to stay within the ministry in the fashion that I was or particularly stay later on. And so I went ahead and I was like, hey, um, Jared, can I talk to you the next time we got was, a chance? It was the next to... Sunday. I'm was like, it really? Okay. I'm almost so... certain because I remember where we were in a great way and uh, i remember being in the lobby at the church it must have been a week later yeah and yeah so you approached me and i was like hey um i don't know if you remember this but last week you made a comment after i was you know talking very passionately about something um and you called me shaniqua and i just i just want you to know that like it really hurt when you said that because it just leans into the stereotype of the angry black woman um and people have talked about me being so emotional all the time it really takes away from the whole, you know, person of who I am. I probably said something like that because I I was thinking a lot about it because I didn't want to come across again as angry black woman or try to make something that it wasn't. I also wanted to be very clear because we have, like, a friendship. And so, mm-hmm. it's like, we wanted to make sure that there was maybe a friendship still intact. But also, like, can we still work in ministry together with this situation going forth so what were your thoughts when when this happened yeah and this is like i love the story because like you know at this point of the story it probably sounds really dramatic and and crazy but it really gets super redemptive immediately um here here's something i think is really good on on the story side it's like i i had had no recollection of it Mm. until you came back the next sunday we're like hey let's let's talk about you know you know we were talking and you and you said this and it really it hurt me and it was like boom like I felt like in a good way it was like a holy conviction hit of like oh gosh I said that like Mm. that like just kind of came out of my mouth it wasn't intentional wasn't malicious but those words were uttered from my mouth and and I remember when and and you mentioning it to me 
it was really, I, I would call it a grace, that you, you, you had the grace to say, hey, you said this, and you didn't do it in a way of like, you said this, and you meant it, and you horrible, and mm-hmm. how dare you. You said, hey, hey, this, this happened, it came up in conversation, and it hurt me, helped me understand it, and it was like a, whoa, like, I, man, I'm so sorry mm-hmm. that I said that, and I'm, you know, and, and there was, I, I remember definitely having never, not feeling attacked in any way, really just feeling like, this is my sister, my friend in Christ, who wants me to know that like my unintentional word of just kind of like a joke in my mind and, and really a flippant thing to say like, oh, ha ha, uh, Shaniqua. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize all of the connotations and the meaning and the, and the subtle intents that could come across in that word. Mm. And I'm so glad you said something because frankly, and, and this is like so true of my personality in general, I would never have known. I would never, I, I, so you got in the car and you talk about with Garrett and they like process it. Yeah. I promise you, I don't know how to remember, but I guarantee you we got in the car and there wasn't a single thought. I probably thought, I love Garrett and Jacora because <laughs> I think that about every conversation we ever get to have. Yeah. And so if you hadn't come back around and said something, then there would have been this like, this, 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 this gap or this wedge between us that was like very known and hurt for you, but super unknown for me. Mm-hmm. And so the grace is actually when you were like, hey, this was said okay yeah let's let's let me let me let this sink in and realize man like the and so many realizations happening like words matter yeah. and even one like that that frankly i didn't realize all of the connotations behind it mm-hmm. you know like shaniqua is like a, a a black female name in my mind mm-hmm. but not thinking through the black angry women version of, of 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 how that's portrayed yeah and so it's like whoa man like yeah words matter Mm. And it was more so, it was just personal too. Like, man, I, I'm so sorry, Jacora, that like I hurt you yeah. in the most unintentional way, but it doesn't matter if it was unintentional, it was still hurtful. Mm. And I think that's something really important to grasp. But like, yeah. and, and like, and Jacora and I have the majority to be like, hey, like, there, there was no like blaming each other of like, you're a horrible person. You're no, racist, it was really a learning bigot. experience it was for both learning. of us in it a was. way. I was like, for you, you learned that like, yeah, words matter. And for me, I was about to learn whether or not I could trust you in this aspect of like, thinking about social justice thinking about how do i move forward like can i trust you as a white male who is my brother in christ like what does that look like for us to have that dynamic and so i just want to say like i really appreciated the fact that it was an immediate like oh no that was not okay and like immediate apology immediate like like recognizing that that wasn't okay and not making me feel like oh you're just too sensitive Mm. like oh stop trying to make me be politically correct it was just like okay you saw that you hurt your sister and you wanted to make sure that you didn't do it again and that you didn't do it to other people yeah that you come across and that would be a disservice to them if i wouldn't have told you either yeah for sure and i even remember that conversation turned incredibly fruitful of like hey like what else like Mm. is is some trigger words that like i want to be mindful of as a human being but Mm -hmm. particularly as like a white pastor who doesn't know that there's different connotations yeah it's not just the n-word guys like it's not (laughs) like there are so many things culturally not just between black people and white people but there are so many things between different cultures different places in the world different states even that if we aren't willing to listen to hear the ways that we can care for someone better then that's an issue of the heart because it's not about whether or not they're being politically correct or not. It's about 
you being willing to listen to hear someone say, hey, I've been hurt, and for you to be like, how can I tend to your wound, yeah. or how can I never do this again? Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. You know, I think what we tend to do instead of that, which is the right thing to do, mm-hmm. we tend to just get really self-defensive. Mm-hmm. And, and so then we start justifying ourselves or explaining it away or rationing it away. And like, and I get, like, we all feel those, you know, like when someone confronts us on any degree, on any level, we immediately are like, well, that's not what I meant. Like, yeah. why would you assume that of me? You know, like I could yeah. eat. I, and, and I think what's been fun for, you know, Jacora, for you and I to talk through is looking back on that of like, imagine if we weren't adults. Bro, <laughs> we would not be doing that. this podcast. We wouldn't be doing this podcast. But like, you know, it, there's so many things that we could have said mm-hmm. in the sense of like, you could picture it. So like, I could have easily been like, well, listen, you are altogether too sensitive. And it was just a joke. Take it as a joke and move on with your life, Jacora. You know, I could have been really, yeah. like, defensive. I could have been like, hey, how dare you insinuate that I did that on purpose? You know, yeah. I'm a pastor. I don't ever do things like that. I'm ever the wrong. And then you know? I could be but like, oh, well, I'm going to blast yeah. it on Facebook. <laughs> you can at, at, at Jared. <laughs> Let me tell you what this man yeah. did. You know, and those are, like, all too real because that's what generally happens mm. in the common sphere and space. But, like, praise God, what I love about this, too, this was, like, in the church. Mm-hmm. Like, not just in the, in the idea of the church. In the physical building of the church. Yeah. We had a beautifully redemptive, mature conversation Mm -hmm. about conversating with one another and being intentional with our words, loving each other in the way that Christ would be honored in it. And I'm so glad that we did because it's really then, and I'll tell you that the grace and the benefit for me is in ever since that moment have been so much more discerning and careful Mm. of saying things that like, sure, my heart didn't intend to do anything, Mm -hmm. but it still was there. So you don't justify it with like, oh, they need to. And that's the thing. You're not starting with your mouth. You're starting with your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing that like I have seen that you, it's not like, well, I'm never going to say anything. I'm never going to joke ever again. Well, I'm never going to make a joke around her ever again. Like, (laughs) LOL, that would never happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we crack too many jokes. But like, I see not only like this apology, but an, a level of, like, repentance of turning away from um, a sense of maybe, for lack of a better word, I feel like it's a little strong, but, like, reckless with words to yeah. be like, I want to be more mindful. Words, careless, sure. yeah, thank yeah. you. I was like, reckless doesn't... Reckless is good, but it makes me think of the reckless love of God, and that's going to trigger <laughs> me in way too many ways. So, <laughs> that's careless, a whole other podcast. I will self-declare myself careless with words at times, and very much so. Yeah, and that, like, has transferred into ways that you have allowed my husband and I, um, and partnered with us, not just allowed, but partnered with us to make sure that we, um, as we do ministry with college students, we make sure that they see the, the beauty of diversity, um, that we talk about the history of racism in the church, that we talk about these things in, in Bible studies so that we can not only educate one another, but teach our students how to live together in unity in the body of Christ. And yeah. so that's been something that's really helpful that you, you, you didn't just take that moment as an isolating, isolated moment. Yeah. You, like, you have taken steps to continue this work of like what does it look like for me to serve um a a diverse uh set of students a diverse staff like you have done that and i think that's something that we have to have a level of humility to do and so kudos to you for having the humility to be like all right i don't know everything even if i am a pastor even if i am this and that i can always learn and so that has been so 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 helpful yeah and really you know i guess it sounds like egotistical bragging on me but it's like i I think if we all just had like this the teachability and like Mm -hmm. just the humility to say yeah was wrong talk to me about it how can i how can i really fix it at the heart level and then like i think the the, one of the best thing for our listeners we want you guys to hear is like Mm -hmm. this strengthened our relationship yeah. as couples yeah. this this built greater trust in our relationship with each other so that yeah. as things happen in the summer of 2020 with all Ooh. sorts of racial injustices and all the things that have been popping up all summer 
the, the, the level of trust to call Garrett and Jacora be like, okay, here's what I see as a white pastor. Tell me what you guys see as, yeah. as people of color. Yeah. And, and, and because we've had this beautiful history where they know that I'm not going to have a prideful knee-jerk reaction, mm. that I really want to learn, I was able to, goodness gracious, learn so much greater That's perspective good. from them. But if we don't have that moment, and if that moment isn't handled maturely and in a godly, gracious way, then we don't have the trust that we do now, mm. which would be a disservice to the body of Christ. Yeah. Not just to me, not just to you, to the body. Bro, that's so good. I think we should leave it there. Because, like, I think that alone is just a reminder that this is not a... We're patting ourselves on the back. Like, we have work to do as believers, as Christians, especially in America. We have work to do to bring unity to the, to the body and it's an active sometimes painful sometimes uncomfortable thing that you have to do and so if you have had any of these kind of experiences good or bad we'd love to hear from them we'll put our email in the show notes we'll love to hear about your stories and pray for you and support you in any way that we can but man until next time you know don't offend people and if you That's do right. be humble That's it. and if you are offended pray through what it looks like to share that with your brother or sister yeah All right. Y'all take care. Bye.